When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you checked your phone? No. You, there may be something on there that you find mildly amusing. Susan just sent me some pictures from the 4th of July celebration yesterday. <laughs> Have you gotten a chance to peep that yet? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Describe for the people what you're looking at right now. So I'm assuming this is the first time you jumped in. Yes. And because your facial expression is like, oh, mother. A little colder than I was anticipating. <laughs> Having no idea that the photo is being taken. None. Um, you also look like you could be drowning because both of your hands are out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just so I jumped off the boat, right? I, I jumped off the boat and went down a little deeper than I thought than I was going to go. And you can't and push so up. I'm not, so I'm swimming up and I'm like, okay, my, I'm going to come up over the water any second now. And it took about. I don't know, maybe two seconds longer than I thought and had that brief moment of panic where I may never come back up. And I think that's when the picture was taken. I also see a lot of nice boats. It's a nice day. So a nice. <laughs> it was a nice day. My Lord. I may send you another one with the four of us in the little mini boat, then the little dinghy that we took to the water fight. Yes, you heard me right. I participated as a 51-year-old man Damn right you did. in a water fight with teenagers yesterday. And you won. And we won. Yeah. We won. How did you... How do you know who wins? Everybody loses is basically what it is. <laughs> Everybody comes home soaked to the skin. It's like literally I had my clothes on I and I came back and it looked like I'd been swimming for 20 minutes. You got uh, sunburned. A, a little bit? Yeah. A yeah, little no, bit? Yeah. You, you right now look like a kind of like a regular beach guy. <laughs> Get out that, of the ocean. By the way, the there's time. nothing ruder you could say to me. I don't ever want to be a regular beach guy. Why? I don't like the beach. Good living. It, it is. And I know the people love shorts all day. Flip flops, shorts too. Uh, sitting on the beach creates an incredible amount of anxiety for me and discomfort. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can I do don't it. Like I'm, it. I'm good. We did this um, over the weekend on Sunday. We sat on the beach, and I was I probably sat on the beach for a solid seven minutes, and then I was like, I'm good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Then I just kind of start pacing. I was like, I had to go do. I had to get some of the Airbnb. A hundred percent. I like being in the ocean. Yeah. But the second I'm out of the ocean, I'm like, no, nope, this is this is. She done. was happily sitting, and reading a book, and relaxing, and quiet, and like an hour goes by, and. I was I was gone for fifty three minutes of the hour. Susan says to me yesterday when we were walking back to the car, we were talking about what a nice day we had and all the, all of these things. And she says, you know, we should really spend more time at the beach. And I looked at her. I said, we've lived down here for fifteen years, and I don't think we've ever just gone to the beach, just the two of us. Like, do you, do you think if if that's something that the two of us enjoyed doing, yeah. I think we would have stumbled onto it. You at might some as point. well just live in Riverside. <laughs> No, I mean, I, why? Why that close to the ocean? I like beach climate. Yeah. I just don't like the beach. If that makes any sense, we're going to Tyler. I know that this is not your area of expertise. We're going to need to fix this mic. Before Where's Bronny? It's okay, I'm on all, it. It's flopping all over the place. Um, the Lakers. Everything I read: winners and losers of free agency, free agency grades. The every yeah. ranking of a free agent list has the Lakers right near the top of it. They didn't hit 
any big names, right? They didn't go out there and go star hunting the way they have in the past. Yeah, they they resigned their own guys, mm-hmm. and they were signed. They they were signed some some role guys like Gabe Vincent at to modest and by NBA standards, yeah. modest NBA pricing, and everybody likes it. Okay, can I throw this your way? We all know what the deals were. Lakers, um, Jackson Hayes, Torian Prince, Gabe Vincent. Then they re-signed their guys. Oh, Cam Reddish as well. Rui D'Angelo and Austin Reeves. Little overreaction to what the Lakers did or no? Just your own personal little overreaction or properly rated? Slightly too much. Okay. I, I, they, they, I liked it, yeah. but it's not like, oh my gosh. It's it, yeah. it, I, I like it. I think it was a good move. I think there were good, solid moves to improve the team and keep it where it was. So I agree with you. And I did think that there was this, oh my gosh, did you see this? Oh, my, Torian Prince came in at 4.4 or whatever it is. Cam Reddish again at the minimum. Uh, by the way, all of them good. Yeah. That, that, it, n- nothing, exactly. nothing that the Lakers did, I think, did you look at. The biggest surprise for me were the terms. The mm. biggest surprise for me was, you got D'Angelo for two years, $37 million? That's great. Yes. Austin Reeves, you didn't you didn't have to pay. Remember we were talking to this Mike was got $100 million. We're saying, hey, I think he's going to get eighty. He's Did they handle that 90. exactly right by kind of saying, no matter what, we're keeping him? They just prevented anybody from making that offer and tying up their own money while it goes down. I'm a little surprised that there aren't teams out there that just decided, okay, hey, a they could be bluffing, which I didn't think the Lakers were bluffing, or b we don't really care what you say because you're supposed to say that we're still going to offer him eighty million. You want him, then take him for the eighty. We're not also a franchise that everyone's lined up to come play for us, so mm-hmm. we'll take the chances. And maybe we just found a number where the Lakers are. We do we really want to spend that much money on Austin Reeves? I think they had to. They, there was no choice they were going to. I didn't think he was signing for four years, fifty six. I didn't. Rui's the only one that I look at three years and 51, I think is his number. Mm-hmm. That's the only one where I'm like, 17 Rui, million a year. Right. I just want you to know there's going to come some expectations there that you've never had in your playing career. Right. Overall, I think the Lakers did this. I think the biggest thing that the Lakers did is they're going to give a good quality team 82 games together. They're going to give a team that made a playoff run of the Western Conference. I think the biggest advantage that the Lakers have is we're going to run it back. These guys are going to get a training camp together. They're going to get an opportunity to play with each other for 82 games. And the 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 terms of the contracts, I thought, were really beneficial to the Lakers. But with all that said, did you say, well, the Lakers are the team to beat in the no. Western Conference? No. But they're among the teams to try to knock the Nuggets off. With the cards that they were dealt, yeah. I think this is the best that you could have done. I thought it was responsible. I thought it was, here's our clear-cut plan. I thought it was organized. I thought Palenka did his job. I y- Yes to all of that, and I, I want to add something to it. It gives them options moving forward. They're, Tremendous they're, flexibility. They're, they're not locked into, okay, well, this has got to hit because we're stuck with this for a period of time. That... All of those guys are on deals that you could move somewhere else. All of these guys are on deals that are not cost prohibitive for you or anybody else. You have some guys that if they do underperform, looking at you, D'Angelo Russell, you might be able to flip him for something else. There's a lot of different ways that you can go, and all of them are potentially positive. That before, go, just go back a couple of years ago, when they acquired Russell Westbrook, yeah, right. It was if this doesn't work, you're dead. 
you're you're dead. If if this that's exactly what happened. If, if this doesn't hit, you have no way out of this. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And they had to go through a terrible season, mm-hmm. half of another terrible season. Mm-hmm. And again, give Rob Plink tons of credit for this. He was very patient and, and did the best that he could, kept that first rounder. But this is very different. It's clear cut. It's I like the words you used. It's organized. And it gives you flexibility moving forward to where if this is LeBron's last year, okay, we still have the bones of making some things happen. If yeah. we want to extend Anthony Davis, which feels like it's inevitable that that's going to come too, great. You've got the the centerpiece of your team moving forward with some very good supporting pieces. This is not a one last gasp at this on LeBron James's potentially last season. And if it doesn't hit, we're looking at each other like, what the hell do we do now? It's not that at all. And I really like it. So this could be, I think a couple of those things, I, I I lean more towards this is their last gasp, but I th- with LeBron, with LeBron, yes, with LeBron, yes, yes, yes. I, I lean more towards that, but I think what you said about tell me in six months is somebody going to look at guys if we trade for D'Angelo Russell, this is going to really hurt us. No, that contract's not going to really hurt you, and D'Lo can get you seventeen and seven a game. I just don't think I don't have that that feeling of this is a winner. You got to have him in, the, in on your team the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. Is the Rui deal? Is the Austin Reeves deal? Is there's value to all these guys moving forward? I think the thing that you know we got to pay most attention to this might be the this might be the real raw Palenka, the Palenka that we've seen now over the point. last let's say eight months. Maybe now there is the whole, okay, you guys, Bron, AD, I want to hear from you guys. Sounds good. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I got to make a decision. I got to make a decision for today. I got to make a decision for tomorrow. And I got to make a decision for three years, five years down the road. Mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing from Rob Palenka, at least in this last stretch, from the trade deadline to now, if this is the true Rob Palenka, I'm driving this thing. I'm going to make my draft picks because I don't like what else was out there with the offers. I'm going to grab the players that I think that I which can use. Which he's been good at doing. Which, which the entire front office has been uh, yep. good at doing. I'm not going to panic um, with Austin Reeves. I'm not going to offer D'Angelo Russell. I'm not going to bet against myself or, or uh, negotiate with myself and have to give him three or four years. That's the one thing I kind of walked away with. I, I There's a... I think Palenka's in a good spot where I don't think this roster today is good enough to come out of the West. But you don't it doesn't have, have to. to be. It doesn't have to be good enough to come out of the West on Not today. July 5th. Right. Now, where you are sitting by December 1st, where you're sitting by January 1st, by February 1st, that's a different conversation. And I do think at that point, it's probably not going to be the same roster, and that's okay, too. They'll, they'll add talent. If things continue to improve, if like you're saying, if they're in a situation where – they're competing for the top half of the Western Conference through the regular season. You're getting closer to the playoffs. The trade deadline's approaching. They'll make moves. They'll add guys. And they have things that other people would want. That's good. I want to go back to, to something you mentioned. The Palenka part of this, I think, is fascinating because it had to play out like this. It had to take the the time and the shape of it. And everything kind of happened at the right time for him, right? LeBron is getting closer to maybe not being a Laker anymore. Maybe this is his last season. Maybe it's not. But it's very much in play for the first time in a while. The last time that the – what do you want to call them? The group – the council made a decision yeah. on this stuff with yeah. Rob, Jeannie, Rambi, Phil Jackson, Magic Johnson. Go go right on down the list of, of everybody. You ended up with LeBron, Clutch. All well, that was a hot mess. It just it didn't worry. It didn't work. 
The moves that he made at the deadline did. The draft picks that they've made mostly have. The acquisitions that they've made have been pretty good. So the other parts, not so much successful. His parts, pretty successful. The aging of the most important person in your organization is happening in real time. It's just allowed him to consolidate more Mm. authority, power, whatever you want to call it, to where this is the way to do it. And again, you got to have one voice. You got to have one vision. LeBron gets to weigh in on it. LeBron gets to say, "I I, I like it. I don't like it. I love it. But whatever, you're going to listen. But it's not like, well, I have to do this, or he might leave. I have to do this, or he might blow this up. He might not even be here a year from now. He may be on a new team. He might be back. You have to collaborate, but there's a clear-cut person making the decisions now. And even if the decisions aren't always great, better that one person's making them than you have a group of 12 people trying to design a decision. I wonder also how much confidence that maybe some of those other people, or more specifically LeBron James, Mm -hmm. has in, I'm going to let my man do his work. Look what he's done over these last six months or so we got to the western conference finals when december 1st or january 1st you were looking at the lakers and somebody said they're going to get to the western conference finals yeah let's go ahead and move remove that mic from your mouth because you're making absolutely no sense that maybe also his track record is improving where other people are like let the man do his thing and he's doing it and then of course you got great players deciding to be on a new team every two weeks. What does that mean for the Lakers with short-term and long-term? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. So, Taylor, this is the band that you're going to be playing with tomorrow night at Waterman's at 8 o'clock in Hermosa Beach? Yes, sir. Uh, This is Delta Swells, the hottest new band in Hermosa Beach. You guys can follow them on Instagram. Um, they got some great dudes in that band and helped me out a lot um, during my time here in Southern California. But you should check them out. And you're going to be playing for how long tomorrow night? I'll be to like... uh, 8 to 10.30, maybe later, hopefully later. Okay, 8 to 10.30 at Waterman's in Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. It is your final yep. performance. Had before. to move the show from Saturday because of the volleyball tournament, but yep. uh, still jamming tomorrow. He is heading back to Iowa uh, sometime next week. He's going to first learn how to take over the family farm and then take over the family farm at some 600 it's, it's acres. It's a long process, acres. man. Yep. Wait, wait, how long do you think it's going to take you to where you are – that from the day you get there, my dad's a very meticulous guy. So, okay. um, he's not very trusting either. So, you know, he, he wants to make sure it's in good hands. So, I'm sure it's going to be five, ten years. Oh, it's mm. going to be that long. Yeah. 
It's it's not easy. Well, you get. I didn't think it would be. No, I, I thought <laughs> I thought there was like a I don't know like a two week window where then that's it. He hands you the keys. <laughs> I don't know what the keys are for. If, maybe, he hands you the keys and then you just go. Maybe they did it for you here. I don't know because I'm not technically like a full time employee here. Yeah. Um, have you ever done where they send you out for training? We get hired by a company and they send you to a place to go train for a week or two. Have such you ever and had such to university. That? Right. Bristol did that. They did. Yeah. So they, when I originally got hired at ESPN, there was a training thing. How back long were you there for? Uh, I was there for I think a year and a half. So um, I did that sleep, I think, but I got the I think digital version. Two or three days. Okay. So when I first got hired, my first job out of college was with a company that sold um, office equipment, copiers, fax machines, things like that, uh, with Canon. Right. So my first job out of school, and I they send you to. It's like double training. They, they teach you the equipment so you know what you're talking about. And then they teach you sales techniques, right? So it's a double whammy thing. And you go for about, you go for two weeks, right? Two five-day work weeks. I thought that there might be some sort of farm equivalent, Taylor, where they sent you and, okay, this is how it grows. This is what it does. This is how you work the machinery. This is how you sell your product at market. Like this is just your dad's going to teach you It's a family business. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the only way you can get into it these days. I mean, it's... Hmm. It's a hard business to get into. You gonna go help him sleep? Uh, whatever he needs, man. I'm here for him. You, the harvest sounds like the hardest. By the part. way, we both have to go out. I mean, just at some point, I've we done both my need time in go. Iowa. I spent a whole summer there. You should go I've for three been. months yeah. and then come back and tell. I've never been. There's there's a lot more to show summer. you. I could show you the Iowa State Fair, um, fried butter, the Makoka Caves. What's the what's the, the hardwire Makoka Caves? What's so that? It's like a it's like a state park. There's some pretty cool mm. caves. Hmm. Um, to check out what's the hardwire line situation for the comrex yeah i think we just send you like a sideline reporter right we just do like daily check-ins i'm gonna with have Slee like on a one mile ethernet cord <laughs> <laughs> that's the closest corn's getting at. bigger you got it's a guy hot. behind you just wrapping it around right? his shoulder i'm gonna have a lot of spare time in a tractor or combine just driving around so okay i'll, I'll be picking some calls how often do you think you will check in with us? Both not 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 just like should a text guess or Emily's going to be on me. Emily's going to be calling, texting, you know, making sure you know. No, I, yeah, I, no I'm problem. telling you, you're in the combine, you're doing your work, and you decide I'm going to throw in the app and I'm going to listen to Travis Lee for 45 minutes. Yep, that should do it. <laughs> should do yeah, it. All right, well, it answers guess, all those questions. Come on, I'm the, I'm the number one fan of the show, guys. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'll be listening. Well, to it's you. not like I mean, he's out there. I, I don't know how you are when you're out doing whatever you do. I mean, and actually, maybe I'm off on this. I listen to podcasts. I'll listen to whatever it is. But there's also for him. I'm sure music is such a big part of if he's throwing on headphones or something like that, doing whatever he's doing. And, 45 minutes a day. And if we're doing factor cap at 11.30 and, But I like you know, knowing Emily. what's going on. I, I want to know what is, is happening in L.A. You know, yep. it's going to be. Okay. Will you make trips back here? Of course. Okay. So many friends out here. I'm going to miss all of them. They're like family to me. Will you play more music out here? Come out I for ho- some I ho- gigs? I hope to. Yeah. Gonna He's going to get them lined up. Yeah, he's, gonna get he's already booked. got a gig in Eagle Grove lined That's up. That's right. He hasn't even gotten there Class yet. Reunion. He's got one. Class reunion. How big was your senior class? Mine was 70, but this is, so it's not my class. It's a class of 98. I'm oh, playing. okay. Yeah, I'm playing for some uh, older 70. folks. 70. Small school. Was it, I, I'm picturing like. That was a big class. Wait, how many, students, really? how many students did you have in your high school? Over uh, 3,000? Uh, not quite 3,000, okay, just shy of 3,000, about 2,700. We were over three thousand. Yeah, but I think that's how most of them are. Like yeah. in that public schools in Southern California yeah, have a lot of kids. That's what they are. Yeah, 
70 in his class. You guys class. take the panoramic, panoramic photo? Oh, yeah. You get in the football bleachers and they take the big Yeah, like the big could wide. be the molding on the ceiling. <laughs> it just wraps around. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of peeps. Well, lot we're going to miss you. And uh, hopefully you miss us just about that much. I love it. I love just you guys. Just just check in once in a while. Emily will we feel be the, the one beating them up. That'll happen. Um, so since you and I were together last... Damian Lillard requested a trade. Yeah. Still in Portland. Still hasn't mm-hmm. moved yet. It seems like uh, Miami is the most likely destination. You got, maybe have to get a third team involved. Who, who, told who knows Shams and Haynes, Chris Haynes that he won't play. Miami's the only place he wants to play. Okay. Maybe that's where he'll go. Maybe yeah. somebody else can talk him into something else. Somebody puts together a package that is appealing to him. And Lillard isn't the best example of this because he was in Portland for a really long time. And and I honestly do believe that he tried to make it work there. It's time for him to go try a new thing. I, and I hold no ill will towards him at all. I think he's a terrific player and he did the best he could. But then you think James Harden, you think Kevin Durant, yeah. you, think, you, you think some of these other guys, Kyrie Irving, that mm-hmm. the second they're displeased with the situation, I'm out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. Trade me. I got to go to a new place. And... I'm not. I'm pro player. I, when it comes down to you, a pro, player guy or a management, guy, I'm players. So I want them to make as much money as they can. Yep. I want them to have flexibility to a point. But I don't like the idea of you sign this incredibly lucrative, long term, four or five year deal, and one year into it, it's not what you thought it would be, and you pull the ripcord. I don't think that's good for. I don't think it's good for fans. I don't think it's good for the league. It's good for the players, I guess, because they get to mm-hmm. go where they want to go. But they're all ending up in the same ten different cities over and over again. I just I, I don't like it. I don't like that these guys can just say like James Harden, I'm opting in. I'm taking your money. Yeah, but I'd like to. I'd also like you to trade me today. Help me understand this then. What's the difference then when you and I are talking about D'Angelo Russell? And I know for me, I spent a, most of the offseason saying, well, you kind of got to really bring him back, not to keep him, but to eventually trade him. Sure, right. I think there's that, a difference there. Okay, I, explain to me what the difference would be. The, the, in, di- the difference is is the organization, whatever team it is, is mm-hmm. not being built on D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. The organization's entire economic fortune is not tied up in one particular player. The team is – D'Angelo Russell is a better-than-average role player in this league. Those guys move a lot. I'm talking about that group of 10, maybe 20 guys in the league that are difference makers, right, that can say, I don't want to be here anymore. And you almost have to move him. Right, those guys. Because let's use the Brooklyn Nets as an example. Yep. Kevin Durant was the reason that these other guys are coming. We're building around Kevin Durant. If you we want KD, good, you got to sign. You got to do all of these other things. LeBron James. Now LeBron mm-hmm. has never requested a trade, but you build around certain guys. James Harden's one of the guys you're building around, and that they just pull the ripcord. It just it just feels less than the 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 issue I have with that stance is if the organization can do it at any point, and we've seen it happen. Right? There's um, Bradley Beal, I can't, I can't remember. But when was the last time an organization flipped a star player a year into his deal? Not, not a rank and file guy. I'm talking about the star because I don't. The rank and file guys moving around. Okay, I'm th- talking this about is, the star guys. But this is, I'm, I'm going to go back to this, and I don't know if I give you an exact player, but there are a lot of organizations that are just not ran well, mm-hmm. and you could get into a deal with an organization. That is purely financially based. I know I'm going to lock up the money. I don't want to take the risk. I'm not got to be a free agent. What if I, what if I, I get into some type of injury where I blow out money or something? Let me just take the money. Let me get the guarantee on the money. Mm-hmm. But damn, this franchise doesn't know what they're doing. 
They don't, they don't every every year they're telling me they're going to be able to go attract a star. They're going to go do this or watch out for this draft guy. I think it's fair because I've seen it happen enough with ownerships to just flip guys off and say, "All right, I'm moving on." That but they're not doing it to those guys. That's not that's not a that's not happening. They're mm-hmm. not getting Kevin Durant and a year later saying, "Ah, send him to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not doing that. They're, they're not drafting Zion Williamson and building around him and then a year into it saying, eh, get him out of here. You know, they, they're, I, I understand. what I'm, The argument I'm making is applicable to maybe, on the high end, 25 guys. Probably less. It's well, it's, it sounds like all those guys that went to Philly, to Brooklyn, to, like there was like a, a group of players here. Ben Simmons, uh, James Harden, like you mentioned, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, I don't know if you want to put Bradley Beal in that corner, but no, Bradley Beal's been there for guys. long enough to where I think that yeah, I agree that he was loyal guys. to the Wizards. It sounds like it's just a few guys. And and I guess, look, A, I don't think there's a way to change it. And B, as much as you, I get your, hey, I stand for players in certain situations, I just look at teams, the way they've handled players, I guess philosophically, yes, D'Angelo Russell is not that player. He's not that caliber player. But we're talking about D'Angelo strictly not even to keep him, but to eventually flip him. I, I don't know. I, I There's something about building the thing together with your best guy, right? They, they, and knowing that as a fan, this guy's going to be here. We might move all the stuff around yeah. him. And I get it that occasionally really popular play. Kobe wanted to I was just saying, it's so point, funny. I was right? just going to say, I, Kobe I was requesting a trade. He didn't leave. Basically, what they said is, we're not trading you. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure out how to help you. Right, that we're 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 going to go about this in a different way. You don't like this, we're going to change this, but you're going to be here. And you just wonder if a team like Portland, yeah, like Brooklyn, or anything said, look, I understand you're unhappy. Your choices are you can play for us or not play at all. We're not trading you. Like who blinks first in that situation? If the Blazers and the Blazers probably want to move on from him, but if the Sixers basically said we don't have a deal out there that we like, we're not trading you. If something else, if something changes. Maybe. Something that helps us as much as it helps you, maybe. But until then, you can either... And by the way, Philly's a really good example here because it's exactly what they did with Ben Simmons. But until we find something that helps us, I'm not just going to help you because you want out. But I'm okay with that. That philosophy of you're only going to hurt your own stock. You don't want to come to training camp? Don't come to training camp. Like There is a point where you could say, this also doesn't look good for you. I think kind of holding that card is... That's okay to have that card. Do you remember this? Do you remember Jay Crowder? Remember Jay Crowder? Yeah. Didn't play for the Phoenix Suns all last year because he was upset that he wasn't starting. Crowder hurt his stock in his value. Yeah, but again, I I don't want to say I don't care about these guys, but I'm talking about the name. Jay, Jay Crowder's fine, but I'm talking about those 10 or 12 guys that make this league go. I don't think Harden's one of those guys anymore, but that not is, anymore. But yeah. he's he's got the juice to kind of, and maybe not. You know, Philly may sit on it for a while. Slee's question about: Do you want to keep both Artie and Shohei, or do you want mm. both of them out? Which is a better as an Angel fan? That's up in the Travis Lee community right now. ESPN Los Angeles Twitter feed. You can check it out right there. The Dodgers. How aggressive do they get now that we got about a month to go before the deadline? Now that Shohei may be available, how big do you go? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So what'd you say that second picture I sent you of us in the smaller boat getting ready for our water fight at the 4th of July? That, that looked like, um, don't take any disrespect to this. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever have like a hot dog that's much larger than the bun? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I felt like the boat was, there's was just way too much in there. Like there wasn't four enough. four adult males. There wasn't enough on the outer. It's a like, smaller dinghy. You have to, you get a couple of just pure sausage bites before <laughs> you get to the bun. I felt like it was. It was tight quarters. It was fun. <laughs> Looked like fun. It was. It was a good. Looked time. Like you're having a good time. Look you should tell big the smile on my face. You in the should boat. tell the boat guy. Hey, we should Captain do this every Bob. Saturday. <laughs> I I was put it to you this way. I was listening very intently oh. for any opportunities mm. at a potential run it back situation. Mm. And I think that it got floated, and I accepted, and we're going to find another way to not only sit in the marina this time, but actually go out. On you the should boat. throw out an idea. You should throw out an idea to him. You should say, hey, go to Mexico. you ever taken this to Baja, <laughs> California? The Marlins out there are amazing. There. It, it, would, it would be a comfortable ride. I can just tell you that. It would have been pretty darn good. You're just sleeping there. for six hours? I'm a boat guy. <laughs> I don't know what else you need to know about me other than I, I party on boats. I know. We had a good no, we day. all know. Little ultras, little course lights. Have you ever had, a, ever had a high noon? Yeah, I've had one. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, they're dangerous. You can just have seven of them one. and not realize yeah, that you just had seven of them. Fourth of July on a Tuesday is kind of a trip. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, you really can't hit the gas the way that you might want to otherwise because you got work I was waiting thinking for the you same the next thing, day. Trav. Yeah. You know, it's like you're operating at like 80%. Tops. Tops. Yeah, tops. tops. 80 is. I, I was at. 45 yesterday, yeah. minus my easy. boat adventure. I had to drive two and a half hours last night, and I left after the fireworks. I'm leaving I'm leaving Alcone like at 10? 10 p.m. Yeah. So your 80% right was I like I drove home during the I was like 11%. How did Rookie do with the fireworks? Rookie was at my girl's parents' house, so okay. um, I don't think he was doing well. Yeah. Let's just say Hacienda Heights. Has a lot of illegal fireworks going off at like any time of you mean the, the day. Good ones. The good ones, <laughs> and they're all around. By the way, fireworks weren't. I mean, got home after midnight. The entire drive, I thought it was like a fireworks show the For entire you, way. Exclusively, Pasadena. We arrive in Pasadena, and I'm listening. It's like twelve. Th- I'm just hearing fireworks. I'm like, still. We yesterday morning. A lot of proud Americans out there. It was I don't know before eight. It, mm-hmm. it was after seven before eight. I was up, but I wasn't out of bed yet. Okay, and all of a sudden there's a boom mm. that that is not. It, I'm assuming it's fireworks. Yeah, it was really close to the house to the point where it kind of shook the house a little bit. I'm like, somebody just blew up their entire garage. Like that was way too close, and I'm sitting around waiting for the. Fire trucks, the ambulances, nothing. Good night. So you can just blow stuff up in the early in the morning, and no one cares. It was it literally shook the windows. Correct. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I mean, and by the way, it's like, do we have a cutoff time? I don't think we have a cutoff time. I think it just goes till it goes. It starts on about July first mm-hmm. around. Well, especially that night. this time around because you got the weekend. Yeah, the whole weekend. All right, I'm going to ask you your own question. Okay, Angel fans, you have. Two options. Mm-hmm. 
neither one of them are great, but mm-hmm. you got to pick one of these two things. Shohei stays, Artie keeps the team, or Artie decides to sell the team, but Shohei leaves as well. You either get them both or neither, which yeah. one you signing up for. Well, I, I mean, isn't it kind of simple here? How long has Shohei been with the Angels now? This is his Six sixth year? season. Okay. You can have the greatest player on earth, and you could also have Mike Trout, who's one of the greatest players on earth. It's my favorite WBC meme. Imagine if these two guys were on the same team. Unbelievable. Just ruthless. Unbelievable. Just ruthless. You can have those two (laughs) players together and owned by Artie Moreno, and in that stretch you could never touch the playoffs. And I don't think that has anything to do with Shohei, and I don't think it has anything to do with Mike Trout. So it leads me to believe it has something to do with Artie Moreno. So with that being said... Listen, I, 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 and I know you know this as well. It all comes down to, ultimately, at the end of the day, who's running your company? Who's running your business? Who's running your sports franchise? The chances of you being good. I know he's an iconic player. I know anybody, uh, just being at the game on Monday night and getting a chance to see Shohei, it was like, wow, there's Shohei Otani on the on-deck circle. Wow, Shohei is walking up to play. It's Shohei. This is box office as good as anyone that you can have. What does it mean if you're not competing? What does it mean? What does it mean? Is it is it this, I'm going to have fun for a couple months out of the year, Yeah. but that's it. You're going to have fun for three months out of the year. There's three more months where your games aren't going to count because you're probably not in the mix, and then there's an entire offseason where there's 12 other teams competing in the postseason. You're always one that's out. Give me, take Shohei, if Artie Moreno is going out to, give me new ownership. I think so. I think so. Because this is not just Tony Gwynn or Ken Griffey Jr. or and Ken Griffey Jr. played for a handful of different teams, but the these iconic players that are in one spot and really never have a ton of success. Tony Gwynn went to the World Series a couple of times, but more you know, what did he play? Twenty some odd years. They were good four or five times, just not a regular yeah, Griffey in Seattle. They were good once or twice. It just it just wasn't a consistent thing. This dude is, I know unicorn is the term that everybody uses. It's, it's not, what, what, he's a unicorn from outer space, right? Mm. It's just that we've never seen it. You're never going to see it again. He's the best pitcher in the league, arguably, combined with the best slugger in the league. And to just have that in your ballpark for 81 times a year, pretty, pretty remarkable. Maybe you could talk yourself in. Look, eventually everybody has a good season. It just kind of goes in around and around. Like the A's have made the playoffs more recently than the Angels have. The Royals have made the playoffs more recently than the Angels have. It's going to come back around to you at some point, and then you're going to get to experience me like Tony Gwynn. Once or twice in 20 years, maybe you get to do it. But getting real ownership is a totally it, it maybe we can be good frequently maybe you can turn it into the san francisco giants and that's a bad example because they won three world series i'm trying to think of a team that's in it the the the, the tampa bay rays right mm-hmm. been in the world series a couple of times but they're always pretty good despite being poor despite being completely on the bottom end of the economic spectrum they're incredibly well run and they're in it every single year you want to be the Rays with you know you second you get a good player they're gone Hmm. or do you want to have Shohei Otani for a while knowing that it's probably never going to pop you know I I don't know the answer can I tell you what sucks about all that is 
Mike Trout is the perfect example of a player. Let's take Shohei out of the mix because of what he's done. You're right. Trout is the player really to compare it to. And over time, whatever allure there was to going to go see Trout, it's fading away. And when I say it's fading away, as in it's fading away simply because, well, I watched him for three years when they sucked. I got 81 games and 81 games and 81 games. I'm talking about home games. There's going to come a point with Trout. This is a bad example, but Monday, I, you know, I, I wasn't. It's not I wasn't looking forward to see Trout. It's a, I was looking forward to see Otani. But a really good player on a bad team that gets old. Yeah. Maybe Shohei's the one exception to the rule because it's Shohei and he's doing something that we've never seen. But in four years, if Shohei was still on the Angels and they still weren't in the playoffs, wouldn't you say this is kind of getting old? I, I like what you said, that this this gave the Angels a little bit of clarity. This weekend, while terrible news for Angels, the Angel players and fans, it's clarifying. It's like, guys, we, we, we don't... We knew the right thing to do, but we probably weren't going to do it anyway because we were kind of in it. Now we're going to still do the wrong thing, even though we're going to be less in it. I wonder if this doesn't nudge them to actually end up doing the right. The thing. light is fading. It's it's. It might not even be on anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe like if they play five hundred for the next four weeks without yeah. Mike Trout, maybe yeah. you can lie to yourself. I don't know, man. Do you know how you have like the you have the fan and you have the light, and they're both just kind of the light <laughs> you flickering. can dim oh, the dimmer. You could just kind of dim it down a little bit. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, it was a little. It's like halfway lit. Right now, it's at the bu- it's you can't dim anymore. You actually to turn on the light, you got to kind of get it up a little bit. It's dimming down. You need new bulbs. You need new bulbs. Yeah. The dump coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Answer my question, Lee. It's a good question. <laughs> I don't. I wanted to send you one picture from my boat trip every single break, but I only have two. Susan, Susan's only sent me two, so I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't keep them coming your Will way. Will you throw those all up on social or no? I think I'm good. Okay, maybe. Man, I don't. I don't. There's already one picture of me bouncing around without a shirt on. I don't need to add two. You should throw a photo like your arm is in it, and then the boat. Just my hand and the boat. <laughs> Just so people see the boat. Pretty good. But I would really make sure that you keep looking on the computer at how to make friends with people that own a boat. Yeah, I'm on it. It's pretty good. By the way, it's a nice new computer you got there. How you doing? Yeah, so far so good. You know, um, we all know what happened. Company issued after you fried your last one. Yeah, let's let they're they're working on it. I'm gonna see if they can recover it. <laughs> oh, they may come and take this one back, or this is yours. For I think good? this is just a loaner. Oh, like yeah, a rental car. It's a rental car. This is an enterprise rental. Um, <laughs> if I go over like thirty days, <laughs> if I go over thirty days, it's you know. Is there anything that anybody comes treats out of my worse pocket than a rental car? Like you get a rental car, and it's like you're not even driving a real no, car. No, I, I disagree. I'm, I think I feel like I'm more careful with a rental. Are car. you really? Yeah, I'm just. I'm worried. kind of with Lee on this one. Yeah, I'm worried really? that the because oh. you know they said you want our insurance. I'm like, no, I'll use my insurance. And then yeah. there's the deductible. And then when they actually do the walk around of the car, like taking notes, I'm saying to myself, damn, this. They're gonna really catch me if I uh, if I ding this thing up a little I'm bit. I'm driving like Jimmy Johnson when I get in a, in a rental. <laughs> when you see a speed hazard. bump, yeah. when you see a speed bump, you just like. Let's see if I can get air. <laughs> see how hard I can hit that thing. See if we can get in the. Can't air. leave that Altima went up that eye. <laughs> and that's the car you get, right? Like I wonder it's how. It's like a Ford Focus. That's what you get. How fast I could take this turn without having the tire screech? Let's try it again. Try Have it you again. ever, when you're renting a car, I haven't actually rented a car in a while, but. When you're renting a car and they're kind of giving you the options and initially you just get like the the basic car, as basic as it gets. And then you like look at that car when they're taking you out. I'm like, I can't drive this. <laughs> I'm it, not driving this. Because it's 
not to your satisfaction. Yeah, it's, it's like tiny. The I color is random. When they bring the Ford Festivo around and say, Travis, here's your car, I'm like, no, dude, that's this is not going to work. Well, you we got a smart car front, if you want that. Trav, right? you take out the front seat, you're actually sitting in the back. Even that would barely work, right? I, I, I'm going to need, like, even a midsize. By the way, uh, midsize is not midsize. We need to go bigger than that. We need a full size, which is at least something that I can sit in the front seat yeah. like a regular person. Yeah. I'll just stick with my Silverado. Uh, the biggest lock of 4th of July week and slash 4th of July day is that Joey Chestnut is going to win the uh, hot dog eating title. He claimed his 16th title. He ate 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Let me say that again. He ate 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Yeah. Lee. What do you make of him? Who watches this? I don't know, man. Okay, does it? I know it gets a lot of love on social. Um, it's obviously carried national, nationally televised. Are people saying, hey, I can't wait to watch this? I'm, I'm going to throw up every time I see it. I don't want to see it. I have no interest in it. I don't want to see it. I interviewed a million years ago. I interviewed Joey Chestnut on one of my old radio shows. Mm. Just awful. Just an, an uninteresting, not a lot of fun, not playful about the topic at all. Like It was like talking to somebody who Belichick. thinks they're doing a real sport and how they get ready. It's like, dude, you eat hot dogs. Can we just goof around with this a little bit? Can we talk about what happens afterwards? And not not really. No. Very, very serious. Did you appreciate the swagger in his step yesterday as he was coming out? Yeah, well, that's the thing. He comes out like he's Mike Tyson right. getting ready to fight Evander Holy. He's I saw kind a side of by the side Mike with Tyson Cole, of, his, of his sport. Well, he is. He's the but, greatest to ever but do it. But it's not... He just eats a lot, and I then know. he goes and vomits somewhere. If you guys, go from there. I don't suggest anybody does this, but one time on YouTube, I got caught watching. It was uh, one of these competitions, and it was Carolina Reapers. Oh no! So they got like a bucket, a plate just full eating of them like cherries. Who can eat? Who can eat the most? Who can eat the most Carolina Reapers? People were taking down 10, 12. Sounds more like an acid Carolina reflux competition Reapers. and less of a pepper eating. This is the worst thing I've ever would watched. You, I'm genuinely asking. Yeah. Would you end up in the hospital if you did that? There's a good chance you might, but I think it's more about are you committed or not? <laughs> and they're are clearly you committed, committed or not. And you're not. It's like seeing how many times you can shoot yourself in the foot before your foot comes off. It's like, what, what are we doing here? But if you shoot yourself in the foot more times than the other person, <laughs> then you won. So back to Joey. Trav, you yeah. uh, you ever get the meat sweats? This is going to go against my brand. I don't typically overeat a ton like that. Like I, I, I'm pretty good at stopping myself when I'm full. So no, I really <gasps> have never had the, the So pleasure. when Joey's done eating however many hot dogs in this example he ate 787 hot dogs <laughs> he his sweat smells like hot dogs no that's repulsive yeah it's a no for me for this whole thing <laughs> it's a no for me dog you're like yeah, Randy exactly. Jackson. bring from- him in bring him in <laughs> slee you get the meat sweats i don't um it's but gonna I, be a no for me dog yes. i disagree <laughs> nice. with you on the the self-control no I, i'm not that good at self-control if all the food's laying out right there, I'm, I'm going But you're, you're not going to eat it until you're sick. Oh, you might okay. come back to it a few times. I might not feel good. Really? Yeah. That surprises me about you. You yeah. seem like you're a pretty disciplined guy. Yep. Put some good food in front of me. I'll keep going back in. Like what? What Can't you stop eating? Um, A lot of... Okay, pizza, I can't stop eating. Pizza's actually a good example. I can't stop eating. Like if, if there's only two more slices left, well, I'm like, well, there's only two more slices left. Yeah, but Al, you're full. Well, I'm going to eat the two less slices. So how many have you had prior to this situation? Two others? 
Uh, like I no. have a hard time visioning you eating an well, entire it's pizza. Not, it's no, I won't eat an entire That's what pizza. I'm saying. But if her and I are sharing a, a a pizza and she's eating a quarter of it, there's a good chance that the other three quarters might be gone. Michael Jordan was asked. He's in France, and he was asked what he thinks about his son Marcus dating his former teammate Scottie Pippen's ex-wife Larsa Pippen. Um, he was asked if he approves. He said no. And then he said, I feel a lot of people think we've known each other for our whole lives, and we have not. We met four years ago, Larsa said, uh, that his parents were fine with their 16-year age gap. I'm sorry. I, I Yeah. No. That, that, that is a – kid's an adult. You can't really do anything, but you're never going to get okay with that. The, 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 the Pippin-Jordan dynamic is already out of whack, right? Yeah, like, like, this is just festering, right? Yeah, we watched, we watched – the last dance and it was kind of an inch at least for me i didn't know really what their relationship was nor had i paid attention to what their relationship was outside of basketball or when both of their careers ended it's like oh there's a little spice there yeah that's an interesting one the whole concept and it's this that's coming if your child was dating your co-worker's ex-wife that would be beyond bizarre Yes. Ne- never mind. Like 16 years is a lot, but it's not crazy. It's not the most it, uncommon. No, it happens. Six, six, yeah. it's not 40, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 a lot, but it's not the end of the world. It's just the fact that your kid is coming through the house with your co-worker's ex-wife. That would be a little hard to wrap your head around. It is National Apple Turnover Day. Those are pretty good, Slee. You like those? Yeah. Yeah, they're all right. By the way, is there anything that there's also, it's also National Graham Crackers Day is there anything that doesn't have a day? Do we know no, if there's any item anymore. out there Nothing. that doesn't have a day? It's National Black Pen Day. Okay, <laughs> this is my other question: Is what's the world like? What's the who determines national what? The lobbyists that have like the, for instance, the Apple okay. Turnover Day yep. is by some sort of pastry manufacturer that sells Apple turnovers, and they wanted a day, hoping that somebody on the radio or TV or a newspaper or whatever yep. it is says, "Oh," and somebody goes, "Oh, it's now go get some Apple turnovers." It's all a lobby somewhere. Big Apple Turnover is in charge of this. It's also National Workaholics Day. Yeah, I'm good. Uh-uh. Yeah, she worked all day. Yeah, I, I put in my show, and then we'll get ready for the next show. Stay for two more shows. <laughs> Not a chance. Well, it's more so about finding the balance. It's finding that work-life balance. It's, like it's, it's acknowledging that there are people that overwork. I'm going to sound super old here for a second, but it's 100% true. Mm-hmm. The difference between people of my generation, I'm going to put you in my generation for a second, okay, and my children's generation on how they approach that work-life balance you're talking about, yeah. it's so far out of whack. In, in the other way, because before, so when, they they are when less. You, when you and I got a job, you get a new job. You taking vacation two weeks into your new job. You calling in sick a bunch two weeks into a new job. No you saying I can't do that for you two weeks into a new job. Yeah, no, you're like I'll do whatever you got. Mm-hmm. Give me more, more, mm-hmm. more, 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 more. You did not taking vacation. Now it's yeah. Um, I appreciate the job offer, but I'm gonna need every third Friday off. I'm gonna for need no a mental health reason. day. Once I'm a gonna month. need all of these things, and it's I just work for you. You don't get to own my life. It's totally different. I'm not saying it's worse. I'm just saying it's totally different. It is. That is interesting because I'm. Look, I I just grew up. This my parents, and I'm sure you're the same way too. You just kind of. It's what you did is you worked. Family first. Work second. Everything else after that. But it it was also that no, I'm. I just work. So like working is a big part of what you do. In Europe, a lot different. Yeah. 
the style and the vibe there. What is the work to live, live to work? Yeah, you know, whatever the, in the France, saying they is. Take, they take August off. And they have basically Sounds everything lovely. is closed because they go nap for Sounds great. a couple hours a day. Yeah, if you told me that that's going to be the – we're signed up for that or the one that I really would like to do, the four-day work week, but you work 10, 10 hours. hours yeah, but now you're working like one. seven – and it's not it's a four day week week every week and you get seven weeks of vacation and if they ask you to stay one minute longer you throw a tantrum. Hypothetically, what if we did a six hour show and then do we get, we get less shows well, during the we, week? Yeah, we could take all of August off. We'll do the French <laughs> method. Well, in, in honor of Wen Benyama, we're going to adopt a couple of French customs and go from there. Let's do a little super cross talk. Woo 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 woo. AK is in the house. Ireland is here as well. We know where uh, where Mason is. Is he still just uh, in celebrating the 4th of July? Well, whenever there's a holiday, Mason treats it as the day before and the day as a Mason holiday is three. <laughs> if we get one, he gets three. We were talking about that, right? We were just kind of talking about that whole work-life balance thing, how yeah. it's changed. When you first started working for a living, right? Like yep. you got your first real job. Mm-hmm. Were you not terrified to take time off right when still you started? Still Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Mason and I are opposites. He and I'm not so sure he isn't got it right. Mason has the it's either the best or the worst worth worth work ethic ever. He just will not if he doesn't feel like working, he's out. And if if it costs him his job, he'll deal with it. He'll find another one. Yeah. Well, here's maybe. the equalizer for Mace. You don't have kids. Right. That's really the great equalizer when it comes mm. to But I mean, Andy, he's to the point if he wakes up and he goes, I don't I don't feel great today. I'm out. Yeah, but you know who can't do that? People with kids. Yeah. <laughs> or they don't want to because right. the kids are at home, too. Well, I don't want to spend right. either way. Them. Either way, the, whether you're being responsible for your children or you just don't want to be in the house with your children, you can't do that if you have children. Or And you also can't deal with unemployment very easily right. if you have children. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Shows like, up a little quicker. It's much easier. I mean, Mace is the child. In, he's the dependent in the relationship with Juan. <laughs> right. Which he will openly admit. And But I'm not so sure that when, when we're all old that we're not going to say he did it the right way. Well, what's that, that cliche? Like, nobody said, I wish I spent more time on the Johnson account on right. my deathbed. <laughs> right, but the key to that is you have to have the literally literally no fear of the consequences. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I that. that if, if he, he finds a way to take 10 weeks off a year, he gets six or seven through the thing and then just takes the other three or four. I'm jealously. Yeah. How was your fourth? Good. Yeah? Yeah, went to the beach. Uh, very crowded, very fun. Which beach? Uh, well, there's a big beach tennis tournament in Manhattan Beach every year. Uh, my friend Jim Kelly puts it on. About 100 players. Uh, Lisa played in it. I didn't uh, because I played golf in the morning and then took Jack down there in the afternoon. But uh, it's very fun. It's beach tennis, like tennis on the beach? Tennis or is it a different on the sport? beach. Paddle tennis on okay. the beach. Very fun. A lot like pickleball, yeah. but it's just in the sand. And it starts at 10 in the morning and goes till 5. And then everybody empties into the bars in Manhattan Beach. I uh, took some liberties with that. I emptied into the bars with my uh, my buddy Scott Young at three before the <laughs> tournament was over. Like to jump on yeah, things. I tried to get ahead of it. I, I saw Slee that you uh, you you got uh, screwed out of your Shota- uh, Shohei Otani uh, pitching thing. You got you got a little unlucky, right? A little unlucky. All basically all most of last week it was he's pitching. Friday he's pitching. Saturday he's pitching, and then Sunday they make the announcement. Still got to see him, you know. So yeah. that that's the most ridiculous thing. It's where imagine there's a pitcher that you really want to see, and then he gets scratched today. That's it. You're not going to see him. And he pitches the next day. Shohei, yeah, but Shohei is. You're still going to see him at the plate yeah. four times, five times, or whatever the case is. So we got a chance to see Shohei. 
Yeah. Did we get a little clarity on what they have to do now with all the bad luck they had over the weekend? Uh, I know I, you, I heard, you and I were on the same boat anyway. Yeah. But I, I heard you talking about it earlier. It really isn't. And, and, you know, I grew up an Angel fan, grew up in Orange County. My mom is still a die. The Angels can do no wrong in my mom's eyes. Uh, but, Trav, what to do whenever you get a dilemma with the Angels is you decide what the smart thing to do would be. And then it's going to be the opposite. They'll do they, they They never, ever do the smart thing. They always do the, the difficult, thing. awkward, right, the angel thing. So if all indications, all the signs are getting our trade Shohei and get something for him, they'll do the opposite. But now, but now just based off of Trout being out, Rendon gets injured again, Otani obviously yeah. dealing with his issue, and they've lost, I want to say, eight of ten or seven of ten, six of seven, I know that. They're now four games out of a wild card in a they're couple barely over five hundred in a right couple in a couple work in a couple weeks here. If they're just continuing to trend in this direction, which I don't know why they wouldn't be, doesn't it just kind of make the decision for them? Um, not for for normal people, yes. Not for we've them. Been, we've been watching this team for a yeah. long time. Um, they they just they they never do what you're supposed to do. I I mean. Uh, when they hire a GM and put him in the chair, then Artie Moreno goes out and signs Albert Pujols above the GM's head uh, or gives money to Gary Matthews. Vernon Wells, Gary he, Matthews. Um, uh, Josh Hamilton. Rendon's making $38 million a year well, he's the modern, for the next three years. Yeah, he's the modern-day person Pujols. of that. But all right, I heard you guys talking about whether or not the Dodgers should jump in now. Mm-hmm. And I find this whole conversation fascinating. But I'm going to try. I'm going to make it harder on you. Okay. Okay. I agree with you that if the Dodgers can find a way to get them, I think the phrase you use is, look, whatever it takes, just do it. Just yeah. get it done. All right. So I'm the Angels, and I call you. You're Andrew Friedman. Okay. And I say, I'm Perry Manese or Artie Moreno, whoever is going to make that call. And I say, okay, um, we're out of it. We Injuries have crippled us. Um, I'll give you Shohei, and I'll give him to you for the stretch run. Obviously, you need him now. But here's what I want. I want... Bobby Miller, I want James Outman, and I want Will Smith and any three prospects I want. I want six players total, but Outman, Bobby Miller, and Will Smith are deal breakers. And you basically got Otani for he's not going anywhere after that. Well, okay. So the first thing I need to do is I need to talk to Otani's guys and say, is he staying? Okay. And we need to. If, if the answer is you got him, yeah, then I'm doing that. And, I, and really, I, and I don't love it, but I'm doing it because Bobby Miller is awesome, and I think he's going to be absolutely terrific. Right. They got a lot of really good young pitchers, and if one or two of them hit, they're okay. Right. They are as flush. And I, I'm the biggest Will Smith fan you're going to find. I think he's terrific. So they got they, catchers. They are flush yeah. at that position in the minor leagues. They have two of their top prospects. And they have a history of identifying catchers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They traded Kyber Ruiz to I'm surprised. I thought you were going to hang up on him. I, 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 no, well, I wouldn't. Like, Andy, would you do that deal if you're the Dodgers? If Shohei Otani yes. is a guy that is worth paying $800 million. But keep in mind, in three months, you might be able to get him for free. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not letting me, him go if, on a date with someone so else. If he's so valuable that yeah. he's worth paying $800 million for the way you've proposed... I think that's more than he's going to get, but fine. I do too. That's Michael. Fine. That, that, okay. That's the $800 but million dollar theory. 600, 700, $800 million. If he is that valuable, then it is worth maybe paying more than you need to now to make sure you get him. Because the worst thing, the worst thing that could happen for the Dodgers is it gets out that you had an opportunity to get Otani. 
and you and got a little cute at the price. You, get, you got and, a little cute, and and he goes somewhere else mm-hmm. because then that's means, my fear. Then it means that this season, which everybody has seen as we are earmarking our money for Otani, and if yeah. that means yeah. crapping away this season, we'll do it. If you do that with this season and you don't get Otani, awful look. Slee, do you do that too if you're the Dodgers? I'm going to go back to this. I think the question you're going to ask, and I think Trav hit it, they have so much that they're working with, and they're still the number one prospect. Um, yeah. Uh, they have the number one farm system. In number one yeah, farm I'm not system. even worried about the three prospects because <laughs> yeah. they're only taking three, and I've got 20. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and if, if ultimately at the end of the day, if Shohei gets an opportunity to be a Los Angeles Dodger, only get a few of these, right? And LeBron James is a Los Angeles Lakers. Right. Pick the greatest in any but sport. But LeBron in his prime. Right. LeBron in his prime. But pick right. the yeah. greatest. By the way, Shoei's birthday is today. today. That's 29. right. 29. 29 today. You get the greatest in the sport. Those are a lot of names. Those are a lot of it good is. players. There's no guarantee Outman's going to be anything other than a... And there's also no guarantee the, that the MLB Angels guy. will be able to do anything no. with any of these guys. No, there, there isn't. And, and here, here's, here's the other thing about it. I... I don't think Otani would fall into this category, but I think there's a possibility that he could. That he's been a little bit traumatized by his Angel career, right? Where he's known nothing but losing as a team. He's never since he's been here, they have not had a winning season. Full stop. None. Just the 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 whiff of being around a good team. Let's say Al's been using this team for an example all day. San Francisco basically empties their bank account of prospects that you can have them all. Right. We want to make a run for. We want him right. this year. And they give and him we the want Herschel the Walker they deal. They give him the Herschel Walker deal, and he goes in there and they make a little run, and he's around a winning culture, and he likes San Francisco, and everything just kind of clicks into place. Giants are a good organization. Giants, they've proven that they know what they're doing, and it's you know what. I didn't think I was coming here, but I really like that's the as a Dodger fan, that's my greatest. Yeah, what'll be interesting is Andrew Friedman's not afraid to say no. I mean, a few years ago when they could have gotten Verlander when he went from Detroit to Houston, they got Darvish instead. Uh, Right. But remember, I I remember Detroit asked for, um, they asked for Gavin Lux. I think they may have even asked for Cody Bellinger. It was the year before he won the MVP Mm -hmm. and a couple other people. And, and Friedman just said no. He went to Houston and he won the World Series. But, not only is Justin Verlander not Shohei Otani, nobody is. Nobody is. Mm-hmm. Ever. We've never seen it before. So, and changing the subject, I was thinking about something. Is there anybody else besides Taylor who, if you heard, is leaving the business to go work on a farm that works in this building who you could see that being a possibility? Because I'm pretty sure the answer is no. It's nobody in this room. Right. Um, is it anybody in not this building? Taylor, what do you think? Is there anybody in this building... That could go work with you on the farm in Iowa. Well, I'm the only one that grew up on a farm, I think, to my knowledge. Right. So, but I mean, is there anybody that has that? Slee, you're the closest thing to like somebody who loves the outdoors. Like you'll, you're yeah. not afraid to go camping or hike. I don't think you could work. Have you ever milked a cow? No. Have you? Yes. And how'd it go? <laughs> not so well. Far, so far, his resume is better than mine. <laughs> not well. I uh, my I my uncle when I grew up lived on a ranch, but that's not a farm. That's, and your and your your farm is like soybeans. It's, it's, it's corn pro- soybeans. Yeah. yeah, it's product. Six hundred acres, Andy. Yeah, so I think I would be completely useless to you. What about um, Jorge? Why do I think Andy Jorge might thrive? Do everything. Yeah, from the Midwest, definitely. Ireland. What about yeah, Jorge? Andy's chance, from St. Louis. Yeah. Do you think you could do it? Could you work on a farm? No, I don't think. Well, here's the thing. I don't think I would successfully work on a farm. I think I could find some of the things that you do on a farm 
interesting and I could get into the work. But I think my farm would be a disaster. Taylor, three, <laughs> yeah, I think my, Taylor, my. two, three years from now, what's if if this goes the way you hope it goes? What's a typical day like? If you said, "Hey, Ireland, I'm going on vacation. I need you to take over for me for a week." What am I getting into? Let's make that happen, by the way. And what time are you waking up? The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, what am it I getting into? It just depends on the time of year. If you're planting or if you're harvesting. Right now, middle of the summer. It's harder to plant, right? The planting is more labor. If it's the middle of the summer. You got weeds to worry about. You're going to go out and spray your weeds or cut your weeds, and um, you're but, preparing for harvest at that point. Right, but is the planting the hard part? The planning? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's where the that's the most manual labor. The planting, right? not planning. Oh, the ting. planting. Yes. No, planning. Planting the soil. You like you said, you plant and then you wait for them to harvest, right? I'd say the most. I mean, there's stuff like picking up rocks and fields that you know they come up through the soil. That's that's like the manual labor that's really difficult. And is that but so the machines don't get eaten up by the rocks? But when, yeah, exactly. Okay. But when you're plant, I mean, when you're in a, a piece of machinery, I mean, it's not. That, that much, yeah. I'm going to turn like your question a around a little okay. bit. Okay, feel free. Tesla. Yeah, who would be the worst person at that? Probably me. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't I, think so. Um, you'd you figure work. it out. You'd figure it out. You would. Well, figure Ma- it out. Mason would just let the farm go to hell. <laughs> um, He'd grow no, something else. But yeah, no, yeah it, he would. He would turn it into a. He would turn it into a marijuana would, farm. He'd turn it into a marijuana farm, and then he'd sell six hundred acres of marijuana. No, and he'd the, get uh, high on his own supply. You, you, about you it. have to survive off of the land while you're there. None of us would thrive, but oh. Mason would be the worst choice. Yeah, probably. Maybe Morales. Can you see Morales, Morales working on a farm? Very citified. He's a, he's, he's citified, but he's a survivor. I've got a friend, yeah. a, a good friend of mine from high school. He was he was in my high school band with me. He still lives in Missouri, uh, like outside St. Louis, more in a rural part of it. And he runs a farm, but to the best of my knowledge, the farm has evolved a lot from being primarily about growing to now it's more of an event space. Like he rents it out for different events and things like that, and people come in because mm. it's there's so much room. That's Taylor, will a- you be able to play music when you go back to Iowa? Yeah. Like, like, are, there, are there venues of, you can go to? They, and- they didn't outlaw music in Iowa. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just... They didn't outlaw it, but are, are Give there, it time. Are there, enough, Give are it there time. enough clubs, Taylor, where if, if, if one place already has a house band, you can go somewhere else? I mean, uh, if you drive through a town of probably 500 people, it's got five churches and five bars. What's so the legal penalty for good. dancing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep is- playing music, but uh, yeah, to your point about the the venue i've always had that in the back of my mind because there's a huge wooded area on the farm and i'm mm, all joking like, aside wait, wait, taylor, in iowa kind of situation hey, taylor the biggest Jam racket the in the world my mom used to make wedding cakes for 20 years she did it and the biggest racket in the world is weddings if you can turn that area you're talking about on the farm into a wedding space where people could do weddings you will laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah, it's like 15000 20000 a wedding. Yeah, at least. Yeah. To rent the farm? Yeah, but Trev, think about it. you For weddings, you literally can charge whatever you want. Yeah, they're going to spend- My mom would make a cake that, co- that literally time and labor would cost her $50, and they would say, how much do you want? My mom would say, oh, I don't know. What are you, what are you looking to pay? I mean, your wedding, How about $500? Your wedding I'm pictures like, are going to have a, a bunch of corn in the background. but <laughs> Well, but in uh, Iowa, that wouldn't be weird. Yeah, it's rustic. Yeah. What about creating like a Coachella situation in Iowa? Could you get all the big bands to come to your farm? You have a big festival? That's been my thought. I mean, Slipknot, they're from Iowa. I want to see you pitch that idea to your dad. I want to see what he's. <laughs> what his son's taking over Mr. the 600 Smith's acres. What would be? 
Say again? What would Mr. Smith's reaction be to that? Oh, horrified. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man, in all seriousness, uh, it's been uh, great having you here. And and keep us posted. Update us every once in a while about uh, Absolutely. how farm life's going. If it doesn't work out, you can always come back. I know. California's yeah. not going anywhere, right? There you go. Absolutely. So, like John said, we've been with you a couple of years. We got He's got his final show yes, tomorrow, sir. Waterman's mm-hmm. in Hermosa Beach. His final show for now, I always like to clarify, uh, got changed from Saturday to tomorrow night so if you want to see taylor play music one more time come it through is at watermelon waterman's at eight o'clock in hermosa tomorrow taylor i've enjoyed getting to know you. you've done a great job on the show i know you're gonna kill it on love the you buddy we're sure. gonna miss you thank you guys we're here here you. taylor appreciate you super crosstalks brought to you by in and out burger in and out it's